pre-ordered my new iPhone on Friday. Of oh. course you did. Yeah. <laughs> Big shock to, to all of you, I bet. Which one of the four? Uh, I got the iPhone Pro, non-Max. That's what they're calling it? The Pro non-Max? <laughs> no, 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 no. The regular Pro. I did not get the Max because the bigger one is the Pro Max. The Pro Max. I just got the Pro. Pro Max. Hey, I have a great name for something. <laughs> I'm also an idiot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, so I, uh, I was doing some research. Apparently, if you look up your phone number as a reference number on UPS, you can sort of track it. So I know that mine's on its way from China right now. Wow, that's ingenious. You don't need, you don't need like the specific 100, you know, alphanumeric code. You could just put in your phone number? Yeah, I guess Apple does that with reference numbers. Like they uh as some other companies do also, it's not just them. But yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking, it's probably on like a big pallet. Where do you think the other phones are? Like where are the phone neighbors to my phone going, do you think? Oh, where are they going? Anybody interesting? Oh. I thought you were like where are they? I'm like um in the truck, Josh. <laughs> Didn't you watch that part of the video where they're like, we're helping the environment by not giving you a charger anymore. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. But then at the same time, I'm like, wait, how many millions of phones are you putting out this year? <laughs> but like, I'm just wondering, like, is my neighbor phone going to Ted Danson or something like that? Hmm. He probably got a Pro Max, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, and they're not going to oh. ship a Pro Max next to a no. fucking Pro. No. Mm. Well, that's true. So who would be in your like category of life? You're clearly right. elevated. You're upper middle class, board. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say I would say rich. The Pro is a rich phone. Mike, you agree? Yeah, I agree. I think that's a rich phone. It's not a wealthy phone. Yeah, it's not a celeb phone. So it's like if it's on the Titanic, it's like you're. I guess you're gonna die. Oh fuck! No, hang, <laughs> Mike, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But yeah, it's like uh, 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 upper middle class phone pick an upper middle class person to be in josh's class of phone and life i would imagine also massachusetts based right josh that's likely this truck is probably in your postal area okay sure well that's if the entire pallet's coming here i don't know if it is well i mean those harvard kids they can't live without these iphones i hear okay okay you know who lives in cambridge who elizabeth warren Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no way. She's pro max, dude. Come on. You're trying to compare yourself to Elizabeth Warren? Well, I don't know. I feel like she's got smaller hands. Like the bigger phone is not as easy to use if you have smaller hands, maybe. I don't know. Kendra has the bigger phone. I I like the smaller one. It fits in one hand. I think she has the iPhone of the people. I'll tell you what. Yeah, Mike, I think you're onto something. She either has the pro max because she's a pro max person, if we are going to brand ourselves (laughs) as such, or she's going to get the new mini one. Because, like, you know, it's the modest one, but it's still new. So she's on the cutting edge. But, you know, mm. uh, that's a real political move. Yeah, I think she's a mini. So you think 0% chance that she's the pro? No chance she's the pro. Why would she be a pro? I don't know. What are the, why'd you get that one? <laughs> because it's got the best of all the features, but it doesn't have the, like, I don't know, it fits in my pocket better. So would you say it's the phone of the connoisseur, the discerning uh, Apple fanboy? Uh-uh, Mike. No, no, no. It's, it's the phone of the Apple fanboy who still wears pants with pockets. You don't have pants in your pockets? Wait. Pockets in your pants? Hey, man, I'm not, I'm not Pro Max, but Pro Max people, they, they don't wear pockets anymore. That's what happens when you get rich. You're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Josh Harrison, Tapanjani, and me, Mike Poker. 
I dare you to sleep with no sheets on your bed tonight, Mike. What? Why? Oh, that's a good one. Dude, Mike, it's a dare. Are you going to do it? Comfort? Do I get a comforter, a blanket? Nothing. Bare mattress. Dude. Bare mattress? Not even my mattress pad. You get, a, you get a pillow. You can have a pillow. I have to take off my mattress pad. Prison. Sleep. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay, you can keep mattress pad. So if you drool or whatever, your mattress is fine. But yeah, you get a pillow. A pillow. Plus, it's not that weird mattress fabric. Mm. I like how Mike is negotiating back little bits of the bed until he's finally going to be sleeping in more comfort than when he started. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would absolutely sleep on my bare mattress pad with a pillow. Done. Dude, what do I get? A bad night's sleep. You get your sheets back. You took his sheets. Well, how did you get my sheets? I wouldn't describe either one of you as cool. Hey, that's mean. Well, I wouldn't describe me as cool either. <laughs> okay. To be fair. All right, so we're three uncool guys. <laughs> yeah, by definition. There's a difference between being self-deprecating and being insulting to others, though, Mike, just to be clear. <laughs> is it the self part, Josh? <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> I did both. You're just being deprecating. <laughs> but we are cool adjacent. We know cool people. We have cool oh, yeah. people in our lives. Yeah, yeah. Our partners are cool. Uh-huh. Our friends are cool. Yep, yeah, some of them. Our siblings are cool. Some of them. So I don't know if you guys have noticed among the cool people in your lives, but uh, tie-dye is a thing. Bleach tie-dye specifically mm. now. Have you guys seen this? Yes, but uh, I happen to know someone who's like bleeding edge cool. And tie-dye, yeah. uh, now we're in like month three or four of it. So it's actually making its way to the masses. Right? Now it's not cool anymore because I know about it. Right, exactly. That's what's happened. Well, let me tell you something. This isn't three months old. I know someone that's bleeding edge cool also, Alyssa, who made our logo for instead of. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Alyssa. Shout out. Shout out, Alyssa. She made a video on Instagram like six months ago being like, I'm doing this and it looks cool. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's like super cool. Like our shit is, our shit makes us look so much better than we actually are as people. We're so falsely represented by our like image assets exactly she would definitely have been way at the start of this yeah and maybe we can capitalize on Alyssa a little more okay because i would like to come up with the next cool diy fashion oh okay but is diy fashion not cool right because right. that just happened you know so maybe just maybe maybe just the next cool fashion thing okay what about cutting a jumpsuit into something that is only suspenders on top and then just pants. Uh-huh. Like just splitting it? Yeah. So like it's almost as if you cut it into just pants, but you are leaving a thin strip of fabric that goes above like nipple-ish where it is on your chest, over your shoulder and down your back. You could even do crisscross on the back like those cool suspenders. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? You think the future of fashion is Laser Quest? I don't know. I'm throwing something out there. I don't hear anything from you yet. Well, you just started talking, and you talked first. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I appreciate the. Uh, I appreciate the. Um, what's the word? The thought. <laughs> That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got to have like forty-nine bad ideas before we get a good one. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. It is a volume game, as seen by fashion everywhere. Okay, let's see. So, what just happened was cool around the seventies. So what was in the 80s? Maybe that's what's next. Neon? Well, no, neon actually just happened too. That, that, that yeah. somehow happened before tie-dye. Oh my God, they're going in reverse order. So if neon... Ha so, Wait, okay. Okay, so... Preppy? No, what's... What, like, 60s, 50s is next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
are we are we wearing like like uh, cardigans and stuff? Like, don't, don't act like you don't know this. You researched this alone in your basement for years. <laughs> this would be great for me. I already have a ton of cardigans. This would be perfect. You have 50s wear ready to go. I know. This would be awesome. Is this where we're going? I think it's where we're going. You should just try. Okay, so here is the real. Mm, my horn rim glasses. Here is the real test of cool. It's when you start wearing this shit first. So it's when everyone goes, what the fuck is he wearing? Mm. So you have to start wearing and dressing in full. Mm. It's either going to be 60s or 50s attire. I don't know which. That's the hard part. You can either be way ahead of the curve or like just getting there when the wave is rising. I mean, I'd rather be way ahead. You would? Avant-garde. You spent quite a, quite a while getting made fun of. Can you handle that? No, that's a good point. I don't think I can <laughs> handle that, actually. I really want to be cool. Immediately. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay, so 60s then. 60s. 60s. But not hippies. When were poodle skirts a thing? What's a poodle skirt? I'll look it up. Yeah, look this up. Do you know a poodle skirt, Mike? I know it from Halloween costumes in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering, like, can we bring the the poodle iron on? 50s, 50s. Too, it's it's too ahead of time. Oh, but that's a funny skirt. Yeah, like can we bring the idea of like ironing on patches of various animals onto all kinds of clothing items? Yeah, on the back of a cardigan, for example. Yeah, exactly. Perhaps you guys would like to do a little horse on a polo. Like, are you yeah. serious? It's been done. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's a tiny one, though. That's a logo. I'm talking about big. Like, let's get a big alligator that goes all the way across your chest. <laughs> sure, an alligator. I like that one, too. Uh, I do like uh, the idea again. No, sorry. What did the word, Mike, you picked was thought? I, I do like the, the thought. thought again. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to look up 60s clothes, and then, Mike, you wear whatever comes up, okay? Okay, 60s I won't Google it. Clothes. I'll just wear it blind. All right. Well, uh, you know, look at it before you put it on. I don't want you to put it on backwards and shit. Um, okay, you got any cardigans? I got 15 cardigans. You got slacks? I have probably 15 pairs of slacks, too. Do you have any, mm-hmm. like, proper white button-down shirts? Yes, of course. Like starchy white? Uh-huh. And do you have any ties? Yes, I do. I do have a tie. Okay, so you have one look like nailed in multiple varieties so good for you do i need a blazer uh that's a different look but i imagine you have it i do have a blazer okay this is kind of nice this is great you know what you should get this shirt oh shit oh no but hollister is selling it that's not good Uh uh-oh does that mean someone's caught on we gotta go earlier well somebody has to sell it right what were the clothes of the 40s? You never hear about that. You hear about like clothes of the 20s and then the 50s and mm, 60s. Yeah. What were people wearing in the 30s and 40s? Army uniforms. Okay, not... <laughs> I have the best way to describe it. Josh, do you remember any movie with NASA? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like old NASA? Yeah. Yes. Prime NASA. Like where the pants were up uh, uh, like around your waist and you yeah, wore like yeah. these long suits. That's 40s clothing. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're real cool. Mike... That's just cool in general, but like you need to also be doing something cool in life to pull this off. Like rocket science? Yeah, or architecture. Are you any good at architecture by any chance? No, but I mean, I I do put a pencil behind my ear sometimes. Oh. So. I have an idea. This is going to work. 1965, writer clothes. Oh. Enter. 
Sweet spot. Sweet spot. A uh, lot of dresses coming up. A lot of ladies okay. wrote a lot of books in 65, it looks like. That's great. Uh, then 1865 came up. Not sure how that happened. Well, um, I could be a dandy. So I also looked this up. I'm not sure why this is there, uh, but there is a men's turn down collar, short sleeve button, crotch tops, bodysuit romper. Let me explain this to you. If if you put your finger over like part of that image, it looks like a normal polo. But if you withdraw that finger, it's like a polo connected to a speedo. Oh, what? I don't know if this is in 1965, <laughs> but it's, it came up when I searched 1965 writer clothes. Oh, shit, I got it. Mike, this is the best. It's the two words that are going to describe your fashion sense for the next, I don't know, the three to five months. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Swedish beatniks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Tell me more. I'm not going to. You wear it. Do I have to wear a beret? Just look it up. You, this okay. is you now. You got to okay. be ahead of the curve. Okay. You have to know things I don't know. I'm a Swedish beatnik now. Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. Like, okay. Here, I'm Googling it. If we want to go the two words wrote. If we want to go the two words wrote? Josh, two <laughs> words are always an option when speaking. <laughs> well, yeah. But if we want to go that road, I also have two that I'd like to throw at you. Competing uh, two-word yeah, Competing phrases. dual words. <laughs> Israeli... Uh, this is going to go off of what I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. 1965. Here we go. Uh-huh. British politician. Ooh, that's also very compelling. It is a look. They're very well tailored, British politicians. So that's your choice. Are you going to go British politician or Swedish beatnik? Um, I hate to do this to you, but I think I have to go British politician. Wow. I have to go. All right. Yeah. I don't. I won't say anything. I don't want to. Okay. Okay. All the best to you. No hard feelings. No, no, no. I just, I, I, I don't have any. I really don't. I, I wish you the best. It hurt me to say that. It did. That's okay. Again, I'm not offended. Uh, I hope you're as well received in Chicago as the oncoming wave of Swedish beatniks. And when they go right by you, don't say, uh, one of my friends didn't tell me to do this. Well, Here's the other piece of it, Mike. Nobody really does accents as part of their new wardrobe, and this is an opportunity to do that. And I think that you fit mm. into the British accent a lot more easily than you do into the Swedish accent. Do you? you this do. is a hit job. He's trying to take you down. <laughs> now I don't trust you. Now I trust you much less. A full-scale hit job. <laughs> My British accent is offensive. So uh, I don't know. Now Can I swing back the other direction? No, you have to be Churchill. <laughs> Fuck. And like end of life Churchill. <laughs> yeah, he died in the 60s, didn't he? 1965, baby. <laughs> Fuck. Churchill's death mask. Yeah, whatever he wore right as he died. I am so sorry, Winston. Let me hit you with uh, this one. I got a great name for an autobiography. For your autobiography or an autobiography? An autobiography, but before I tell you what it is, you have to pick which one of you is going to be represented by this title. Josh. Okay, yeah, sure. (laughs) Okay, Josh, your autobiography is going to be called Store in a Cool, Dry Place. (laughs) Does that... Does that mean that I need to go to like a, a desert cave for the rest of my life? Wow, you, have you never come across this phrase like in the world, a desert cave? What? No, I, I, I have come across the phrase before, but I'm, if it's going to be applied to an autobiography, then it should represent my life in some way. What, have you been to a desert ever? 
Yes. Where? Don't say Phoenix. <laughs> Not Phoenix, New Mexico. Oh, all right, New Mexico counts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, speaking of, I guess not local, it's local if you're a Phoenician, but uh, I am a Chicagoan, and here's my instead of for you this week. Uh, I was doing some dawdling around the city, as I am one to do, uh, mm-hmm. and I walked by a completely overlooked and hidden in plain sight gem in this beautiful city already. Uh, known as Grant Park. Yeah. Might be more familiar to you guys. Yeah. As like the place where Lollapalooza happens Mm. or Taste of Chicago. And maybe you visited if you lived in this area as a kid for the fireworks and it was just packed. Go when it's not packed because holy hell, you're like in some sort of French garden paradise with these incredible sculptures and this beautiful like flower formation, tree planting, everything all against the backdrop of just this magnificent city. High, high, high recommend. And people of Chicago, it couldn't be emptier right now. Like, I know people are kind of basically back to life, but no one is going to Grant Park. So go to Grant Park. It's awesome. Here's my instead of. What is a hidden gem in your favorite city? Doesn't have to be Chicago. But something that you have seen in a place that you visited that you were like, nope, like it's right here and no one's going. I'm not going to take your secret spot, but it does deserve a call out. Thank you very much. I do love that spot. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a spot in Queen Anne and it gives you like some of the best parts of the Cary Park view but you're just so much closer to the city and like the Space Needle's right there it's it's amazing it is a beautiful spot I was gonna say for people unfamiliar with Seattle landmarks right now Josh is speaking like exclusively in Seattle landmarks so he is talking about a place in Seattle oh oh I thought I said Seattle anyway um favorite city gotta nail that down first well, I just didn't want you to do Chicago, Mike, so I threw in a little modifier. Thanks. I think that one of my favorite spots in Seattle is like on the outskirts of Seattle, and it's on that that strip of West Seattle when you're going towards um, like Alki Beach and stuff, but not quite there yet where you can mm-hmm. see the whole city. Like there's this spot near uh, Salty's. Yeah, right around the curve. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are some benches there, and like every time I go, it's it's usually pretty empty. And it's a lot of like tourists who come into the city; they don't see that one specific thing. And it's so you're right, Josh. It's beautiful. It is great, great fucking call. I would strongly recommend if you are going to Seattle, there is a water taxi that goes uh, from downtown Seattle across to West Seattle, and I think it's something like four dollars a person or something yeah it's really cheap and even if you just take it and immediately turn around and take it back to the city i think it's worth it for the view alone agreed yeah million percent that was one of my secret tips on my tour oh nice yeah you guys are are more spot oriented than me i think also you've just lived in more cities than me yeah that's your fault i invited you to seattle for like years um hmm i've been to boston Boylston Street was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but that's all of Boston that you saw. So I think I think the city I've been to most outside of Chicago might be Sarasota, Florida. Okay. Not a great, not a great place. That's a curveball. What's your favorite spot there? My favorite spot that like people don't Well, what where do people go in Sarasota anyway? Like what what if you're going to go there and you look it up, where does it tell you to go? I think there's like a downtown with like uh you know kind of like a bar area. Okay. There's Siesta Key, of course, the famous beach. 
Okay, so we're avoiding that. You guys, you guys are not impressed. No, I mean it's it's I I'm getting the picture painted. It's not that I'm not impressed. Yeah. Um, but what did you see? What's something you saw in your multiple visits to Sarasota? What is something I saw? Uh, hmm, I'm really thinking. <laughs> are you sure you've been there? I'm. I've been there. No, I mean I've seen lots of things there. Just none of them were like. How about this, what's the first thing you saw? <laughs> the first thing I saw was. Um, uh, it must have been the Ringling. Uh, college of arts or something like that or no maybe that's a circus uh <laughs> what no there's the story is getting less and less believable by the sentence no 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 um let's see my favorite spot is where if you jump you go 100 <laughs> feet off the ground i do i can um i can recommend the ritz carlton uh very highly yeah unknown gem nobody's um, ever heard of that one <laughs> that was pretty good so you went to sarasota time and time again and spent all your time at the ritz carlton and siesta key <laughs> well uh it's been a fair amount of time yeah jesus christ what a life maybe you were you're a pro max guy <laughs> i was uh i was in a pro max relationship <laughs> <laughs> no. kendra and i attended a concert last week what? oh wow from afar or in your car, or other things that rhyme with R. Uh, mm, let me. Oh God, I got. I mm, can't think of a way to make it rhyme. No, uh, you keep it was, thinking. I'll very quickly tell all the people. Uh, Josh has a huge passion for rhyming, so that's why this is <laughs> this has gotten him so so bad. Let's see. Uh, so we watched it. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Just say the story. Just say what the story was. <laughs> Stop. This is horrible. I hate this. <laughs> you sound like you're leaning over to one side whilst on a toilet. I mean, he's kind of a rock star. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it was the Glass Animals show where they specifically did a concert aimed to be streamed first. It wasn't like they, you know, just uh, had a bunch of cameras set up and just streamed that. Like they, they planned this from minute one to be on the internet and mm. it was so cool oh cool so wait, you yeah. watched it on the internet then yes yeah we watched it from the okay, comfort okay. of our mm. home on the couch nice did you pay for it uh yes well kendra did but yes oh wow and it was good yeah like, it was really good so they just <laughs> like uh they had this super interesting set uh i'll get to the like centerpiece of it in a second but they had uh these like all these plants that looked like jungle-esque on the right and left side of what was basically the stage. They had this computer that was kind of pulled out um, that they did a few things with. Uh, the main stage, so they had like the backdrop to it, and then they had the actual part that they were standing on. So it's like an L, right? And all of it was a screen. It was just one giant screen that had their backdrop and what they were standing on. And they, they played with what they were standing on so much which is something that you never can do in like a normal concert because you know the people at the front can't see the actual stage sure um and so there were some times where they had like the camera zoomed way down and there was one where the the lead singer he was like on his back and looking like he was floating on like a pool float and then they zoomed out and he was just kind of like on his back on that you know on the on the floor and there was so much more that you could see with like their expressions and there was one song where they actually like dialed in I guess there was like a VIP ticket that you could buy that gave you 
like a zoom call esque access to this, uh, where your camera was there too. So they just had this like mosaic of all of these different faces behind them, uh, and underneath them, they were stepping on faces. Technically, I guess. What? This is kind of wild. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was really, really interesting. I didn't know what to expect. I was, you know, like I, I love that band, but I was a little worried that it might just be like, oh, well, we're just going to like air a concert as if you were in the audience. And like, that's not going to be as fun if you're not actually in a venue. But they really, they adapted and and it worked really well. Cool. That's very cool. That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds like a blast. May I ask how much it was or is it rude since Kendra like treated you? Uh, I think it was like 17 bucks or something like that. Very affordable. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And so... The thing that I was most impressed by was that like wall and floor screen thing. And it just got me thinking about like they did it with only two walls, like two surfaces. What if you had a room in your house where all four walls and the ceiling and the floor were this screen? What would you do with it? This is kind of like that Star Trek room. Sure. The holodeck. What would you do if you had the holodeck? It's so tempting to say something pornographic just for shock's sake. But uh, I'm going to stay away from that. This holodeck will be used for non-sexual purposes. <laughs> okay. At least mine will. Mike, feel free to, you know, go ahead and be full. Who's that? Bacchus? Did he? Ha- he got laid a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. So it is just screens. It's not the full holodeck where it's like full VR. So, I mean, I guess you could like. Yeah, but if I'm surrounded by screens, I can convince myself that I'm sleeping with someone. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. That's really messed up. That's like some sort of demolition man VR situation. I don't want to do that, even if it's Sandra Bullock on the other side. <laughs> or Sylvester Stallone. I will, you know, shout him out. He looked good in that movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like I might uh, start a concert streaming business. I might just stream me doing concerts. I got this great room for it. You're going to do concerts? Yeah. What do you, what do you play? Nothing. You don't need to. It's on the internet, so I'll just do... You have to make sound like you're live streaming this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to make sound, but I'll make the sound in advance, and then I'll just do like the DJ thing where I touch the buttons and stuff. What's your DJ name? Um, DJ... I always go with DJ Mike Bogart, but... um. I don't know what a DJ... Nobody's spending $17 to see DJ Mike Bogart. Well, that's the thing. I, you can see my facial expressions. I dance. Um, Are you I, known for your facial expressions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's part of the show is the many close-ups on my face. You are who you are today. This instead <laughs> of doesn't involve you suddenly being a famous person. Oh, okay. So I don't have time to build a following. Everybody, I have a gigantic, gigantic room <laughs> filled with screens on all sides. But really, we're going to focus on my facial expressions this whole time. (laughs) Since I don't have time to build a following, I guess that's how I'm going to do it. I fill uh, the entire screen with tiles of my face in different expressions. Dude. That obviously goes viral. Come on. So played out. So 1999 Matrix 2 or 1. Come on. Okay. Uh, Wall of TVs, Mike. Well, it's... It is a wall of... It's a, it's <laughs> Do something it crazy. Stop trying to okay. steal concert ideas. Need I remind you you're not yet a musician? <laughs> this, this is purely stealing Glass Animals idea. What's your fantasy? <laughs> I'm going to uh, regret that fucking question. <laughs> I mean, my fantasy, one of them, would be living in a fantasy realm 
Yeah. Ooh. Mike, if you jump in this room, we can control mm. all the screens to make you actually feel like you're jumping, yes. like higher. You can have I could plus 10 jump in real quote-unquote life. I could put my bed in there, and then I could make the screens like look like I'm waking up in my house in Riverdale. Yes, you could. Oh, okay. You know what else? Sticking with the jumping. You could put a trampoline in there and really blow your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I would, well, I, I would hit the ceiling, wouldn't I? No, no. This is a big house. Oh, okay. Well, sweet. Yeah. Okay. I want fantasy, uh, f- fantasy surroundings. Do you think you could live there forever? Um. Well, I can't actually touch or do anything. No. No. Wait. Here, I have an idea. Um, Josh, can I make one tweak to this room? By all means. All the sides are also like panel based and have like holes that i guess you could transmit air and whatever through let's say okay. somehow these screens you said this wouldn't get sexual it's not gonna don't <laughs> these are not holes that well mike might bang them i'm not gonna bang them uh so the holes that i'm referencing are if mike went mike what's a pub in skyrim world name one um that you're um, like oh um the tin pot the tin pot all right let's say you're walking into a tin pot you're wearing your tunic uh, and whatever Maybe a hat. You're probably a hat guy in this universe. <laughs> uh, when you like walk up to this wall, you're going to feel like you're actually at like the bar counter and the slats are going to kind of open and you will be served like things from this universe. Behind the scenes, oh. we will all be making like everything possible in terms of making this. You'll work. make beer come out? Every, yeah, it'll be like oh. beer and you'll feel like it's in a pub and everything. What a room. We're going to somehow have also objects that you will feel look <laughs> Or like I don't know. Somehow we'll give you like a mug that you can uh-huh. envision as a million different things. I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I would just like to call out what made Mike say "What a room!" was the idea that he could be served beer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mike, <laughs> well, you can have beer in the room you're in now. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't come out of the wall. That's what a door does. It opens the wall. <laughs> okay. In, okay. Okay. Good. Point. Tell me what else it does. It closes the wall. That's it. It opens and closes the wall. So, so you're t- you're asking me if I would trade living in a real video game for never having sex again? You can have sex with the holes, okay? Fucking Jesus. Uh, uh, instead of, it's a podcast. It's a podcast about what? Hypotheticals. 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 Not really. It's about it's about three guys. Hey, Mike, can you still do that thing where you can count the letters in a word real quick? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I can still do that. Uh, Pomplamoose. Uh, 16. 12. Fuck. What? 16? Yeah, way too high. Pick another 16-letter word. It's 12. Give me a (laughs) 16-letter word, and I'll let you get off the hook. Um, uh... Ooh. Ooh. It doesn't work in reverse, man. Wow, that's kind of weird. You've never done this exercise in a reverse? It does not work in reverse. I've never tried it. Azithromycin? Is that 16? Uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you one that is 16. Okay. Abdomino anterior. One word. I mean, kind of. 
Okay, Mike, you know, I will grant you that's not a word everyone says, but um, you know what is a word that everyone says that's 16 letters? What? Absent-mindedness. Yeah, woo, you got me there. You got me there. Oh, oh, shit. You're talking in that way that you're, like, actually hurt by what we've done. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> shit, I'm sorry. Here, let's get... Let's... Administratively. <laughs> here's a... Here's a... Uh, uh, Let's do an easy one to get your confidence back, okay? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how many letters in... Josh, you say a word. Um, cologne. Seven. That was so fast. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that was really fast. Do another one. Um, mysterious. Nine. Ten. Fuck. <laughs> oh. Mike, we could do a baseball count. Right now you're only... Uh, you're one and two if you want to try. Oh, I've just tried to impress you guys so much. I know. Don't worry. Here, how about this? What about okay. this? You get, you get this. It's over. Okay. In a good way. It's one word. I promise you. But it's, uh, it's broken up in certain ways. So you should be able to get it. Ready? Okay. Elder brotherhood. There's a hyphen. No, there's no hyphen. There's no. <laughs> there's hyphen. no hyphen. No, don't worry about uh, the hyphen. How many letters, Mike? Sixteen. There, yeah, I'm still on the sixteen-letter website. That's how I knew that one. Yeah. Oh, I should have known that. I should have known that. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> Context clues, you know? You don't have to count every time. It would have helped. <laughs>